Welcome to Team English. I'm your host, Phil. And I'm your co-host, Fiakra. In our last episode, we have talked about different features of pronunciation. In this episode, we're going to talk about sounds. Ba, pa, m, i, u, i, u. Yes, different sounds. Now, let's think of this word t. So, if we think about the word t, we have the consonant t, and we have the vowel e. So, t and e are both phonemes, which basically means the smallest unit of sound. And in English, there are forty-four phonemes. So remember that the spelling is not the same as the phonemes. So t. T E A is three letters, and that's how it's written. But the pronunciation has two phonemes: t and e t. If we think of another example, leaf. So we have l, e, f. Three phonemes, but four letters: l, e, a, and f. Let's let's stick with f actually. So. I am going to say f, f. How do we actually produce that sound? Like, what do we need to do to produce f? So think about it first. Make the make the sound f, and what happens with your mouth? So when we produce sounds, one thing we need to be thinking about is the different parts of your mouth. So with, we need to think of it like we're playing a guitar, maybe. So you're mu- you're moving your fingers, and how you move your fingers affects the noise that's produced or the sound that's produced by the guitar. But with pronunciation, we think about the air coming from our lungs. We need to think about our teeth, our lips, our tongue, and our throat or larynx, and. The shape or how we move each of these muscles affects the quality of the sound produced. So, with the air comes from our lungs, and our teeth touch our bottom lip, and that restricts the sound, and therefore the is produced. So try it yourself, and really don't think about it in your head. Think about it from the the muscles in your mouth. Think about the physical action. So feel it. Put your upper teeth on your lower lip. So the place and how it is pronounced, like Fiakra just said, the airflow. We're not going to go through all of the consonants, but let's look at a partner of. I'm going to make a different sound, and I want you to think. About the similarities and the differences between this sound and the previous sound. So I'll start off with and I'll do it one more time and so you'll notice that you are doing exact same thing as you pronounce your upper teeth and your lower lip the same, but there is a difference. So to show you this difference, I want you to put your finger 
on your throat, somewhere in the middle. And I want you to say, can you feel anything? No, I want you to say, and can you feel anything? So you should have felt something with the, like a vibration. So imagine your phone is sitting on the top of a table. And someone's calling you. So it's similar to that vibration. So in that sense, there are two sounds now. And Sophia Crow, what do we call them? So is unvoiced or voiceless and is voiced. Um, with many of the consonants, there are voiced and unvoiced pairs. Not all of them, but with most of them. So that will make it easier to actually think about how the sounds are produced if you think of them in pairs. So think about these sounds like p and b. Yeah, other examples are k and g. So we need to know the difference between the two of these so that we can pronounce the words accurately. So for example, if I was to say the word leaf, I use the unvoiced f. But if I was to say the word leave, like leave the room, I have to pronounce or I have to make that voiced element or that vibration so that you can understand what I'm saying. So, for example, leaf, leave, leaf, leave. So it's that's why it's so important in terms of um, pronouncing the words accurately. Now, let's talk about vowels. Okay, so I will make one vowel sound. E. I want you to make that sound. And try, again, not to think about it from your head. Think about the muscles and how you make the sound. E, like what happens in your mouth? Now, I'm going to get you to put two fingers on the edge of your mouth, each side, and say E. You should be smiling, like your mouth widens. So when you make the E sound, it's wider and your jaw is quite closed, like you're smiling. Now, still put your two fingers on the edge of your mouth and try to say, ooh, ooh. Yeah, you should notice that now the two edges of your mouth are closer together and actually your lips stick out a little bit. It's like almost like a, like a traditional kissing kind of motion. So, ooh, try that again. Again, now, try one sound and move to the other one. So, e, ooh, e, ooh. And you can keep your fingers on your mouth if you want to notice the difference. Let's practice two different sounds now. E and a. To do this, put your thumb on the bottom of your chin, or on your chin, and put your forefinger under your nose next to your lips. Now, say E and A. E, A. What do you notice? So, you'll notice that your jaw has opened more now. Down and a bit open. Yeah, so to produce A, your mouth has to be open. But with the E, your mouth is almost closed. 
So we've talked about jaw position. Now for vowels and even for consonants, another important part of your mouth is your tongue. Yeah, so let's go back to our original pairs, E and O. This time, um, I want you to use a pen or the tip of your finger, make sure it's clean, and say E while touching your tongue. E, it's a little difficult, but just keep practicing. E, now say E, O, E, O. Sorry, it's difficult for me to do that and say it clearly on the microphone. But what do you notice? If you keep your finger on your tongue, what happens to your finger? So now you'll notice that your tongue has moved back a little bit when you say ooh. E, ooh. Now, one more time. Let's move from E to O very slowly. E Sorry, that sounds a bit funny, I'm sure. E Did that sound good too? <laughs> that sounds really good. So what do you notice when you move back? As you are moving back, do you notice any, any other sounds? You might have noticed it. So I'll do it again. It is another phoneme. And I'll give you an example to demonstrate the difference between E and it. A common example is sheep, which has the long E, and Ship, which has the shorter it. Sheep, ship. So sh and p are the same in both, but the difference is the vowel sound in the middle. We have one more vowel we want to talk about, and it's actually the most important phoneme and the most commonly used phoneme. And it even has a name. It's called schwa. And I'm going to produce the sound now. Uh. It's actually a really easy sound to produce. Just totally relax your body, relax your, your chest, your head. Don't move anything at all and just make the first noise that comes out of your mouth. Uh, uh. So do you want to talk about where the tongue is for that sound? It's at the bottom of your mouth. It's like almost resting on the bottom of your mouth because there's no tension there's no like contraction of the muscles it's actually the easiest sound to make that's why it's the most commonly produced sound because it's the easiest one to make another type of vowel is diphthongs so we've got two sounds now it and a uh. so let's move from it uh yeah Ear, 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 ear. So this vowel is actually formed from moving from one vowel to the next, gliding from one vowel to the next. So we have another category of vowels that are formed in this way. So some of them are individual vowels, 
like e, u, and some of them are formed from gliding from one to the next, ia. And they are called diphthongs. We have talked about lots of things. It's quite technical, it's complicated. So to review this, I would, I'd recommend listening to this podcast again. And we'll add some resources and links uh, in the comment section or near the podcast that you can look at yourself to kind of reinforce this. But don't worry if you don't get it the first time. It, it took me a long time to fully kind of figure it all out. So to be more confident in producing these sounds, it is a good idea to look at the phonemic chart and how these sounds are produced. And from those links, you'll be able to look at where and how you can um, pr produce these sounds. So the homework task this week is to listen to the episode again and watch the video and click on the link that we've provided that give you a more detailed look at what we've covered today. We want you to try and practice these sounds You can do this by recording yourself, like take a selfie kind of video, or even just look in a mirror. And we want you to practice some of these sounds. So we you can practice the sounds that we did in the episode today. So, so if you look at yourself producing these sounds, you can see if your teeth are touching your bottom lip. You can see for E, if you've made that smile, For ooh, if you have that kissing face. Ah, if your mouth is open. Basically, we want you to get pronunciation, you know, we want you to think about pronunciation as a physical uh, kind of thing. Or think about it in a physical way. About how the sounds are produced and the muscles that you use. So practicing them and like looking at yourself producing them will, will make you better at producing them. So just to give you a quick recap of what we have talked about in this episode, we have talked about sounds and we also talked about vowels and consonants. And when we talk about consonants, there will be two things that we need to remember, voiced and voiceless. So voiceless, voiced. We also talked about vowels. And we talked about the singular vowels and we talked about the vowels that are produced from one sound moving to the other. So, for example, E and for the gliding vowel, E. And those gliding vowels are called diphthongs. And we also give you two tasks to do at the end. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about different sounds that we find a bit difficult to pr produce as Nyama learners. So that's something you can think about as well. So which sounds are difficult for people who speak, you know, a language used in Myanmar? Great. So that's it for today. And stay tuned for our next episode. This is Tayleaf English, where we brew knowledge, sip inspiration, and connect with the vibrant community of teachers. Happy teaching!